we go. Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Good to see you all again. This one is a very exciting one because I'm here with the untouchable one, and this is going to be very exciting. Say hey to the world. How you doing? How's everybody doing? How's it going? My name is Untouchable One. I'm from the rap group called The Outfit. We are from East Chicago, Indiana, and I'm glad to be on the show. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you for coming. This is going to be so exciting. Can't wait. Uh, all right. And thanks for that intro as well. I was going for the intro, but thanks for including it. That saves me time. They save, save, save us time. That's good. Right. Let's get to the action, shall we? Uh, hello. Oh, Jack, you came. I didn't know you were actually gonna come. I didn't think you would. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, That's I'm a right. little tiny bit. But um, That's okay. So give us the rundown who what's happening. All right. Okay, so give, this is the give us the one. And, yeah. Okay. Uh, I think I think uh, not ecstasy. Sorry, musically. I think you should start off with a question just to get things going. Sounds good to me. All right, untouchable one. Let's kind of go back in time to learn about you because we're all here for you. So I kind of want to know a little bit about you and your background. So let's start off with this one. Um, how did the journey with music start for you? The journey with music started for me at about maybe 12 years old. And, uh, I actually, uh, I started just freestyling to, uh, in the beats and, uh, changing, changing words here and there to, uh, to, uh, different songs that were on the radio and adding my name in this spot and here and there. And actually like my uncle did music. So like he, he, he had equipment and stuff. So, so at a real early age, I started learning how to, how to, uh, you know, how, how, how to rap, how to get a good delivery and how to write and count bars, and make beats and all that good stuff. Yeah. Well, you start, you said you started around 12. I started around the, started around the same time I started around 11, but I have been uh, rapping for only three years. Uh, I don't come from a like a music family. Like none of my family were uh, real, real like big into music. Although my grandma did uh, do, I did do country singing at one point in her life. She hasn't done it in a very long time. So I've only really gotten like uh, I've only really gotten equipment to make high quality music uh, very recently because my parents have noticed uh, the. The stuff I've been doing and the stuff I've been rapping, how passionate I've been about music as of late. So, really, how old are you? I'm 14. I'm 38. Damn. I'm 38. So, I've been doing music for over 25 years. I've been doing music professionally for 21 years. We have multiple studios, we have uh, events, we have uh, multiple artists. <laughs> multiple producers, multiple engineers. Uh, um, we are uh, from East Chicago, Indiana, but we, we definitely are part of the whole region, which is the Northwest Indiana and Chicagoland scene. Uh, we were the first Latin, uh, Latin rap group from Northwest Indiana. Um, I have been featured on, on uh, multiple comp compilations, the Midwest Mobsters, uh, IND's Finest, uh, I've opened up for, uh, D12, uh, 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 Twister, Do or Die, um, man, Young Buck, man, the list, the list goes on. I can't think right now off the top, but uh, I've traveled, I've traveled, well, we've, we've traveled as a group. The That's crazy. I think, uh, this is, uh, really funny. Just uh, performed at the Seattle Hemp Fest. Just Sorry. just recently, uh, we were in California, and uh, we shot a video out there called Lead the Wave. Um, actually, the song that I want to talk about is called They Watching. That was filmed by Nick Brzezinski, produced by uh, Dreaming Out Loud, recorded, uh, mixed, and mastered by my man Tuan. The video is produced by Mijo. And uh, I want everybody to go to YouTube 
And uh, please subscribe and go check it out. It's uh, Capital O Entertainment. That's C-A-P-I-T-A-L space O space entertainment. And, uh, you know, go go check out the song they watching. Uh, it's a solo song by me featuring uh, Rob Ville doing some commentation. And uh, it's, it's, it's a real eye-opening song. It, 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 it'll help you wake up if you're sleeping still, if you get my drift. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I'd like to say uh, I'll check that out like uh, after the interview. But I just wanted to say I think it's uh, very crazy that uh, you've been doing music for longer than I've been alive. You've been doing music for for more than half of my dad's life. <laughs> like uh, just <laughs> like uh, 20 something years. My dad's in his 40s. So you've been doing music for just about half of my dad's life. That's crazy. So just the juxtaposition, if that's the right word, me doing music for three years, you doing music for 25 years, 21 years professionally. I would like to ask this question because I feel it's only right for someone who has been doing music for so long. What is some advice you would like to give to somebody in my position? Like, uh, what are some things you wish you knew back then that you know now? Network. Uh, don't be shy. You know, if you're good and you get a good crowd reaction, make sure you go out, you shake hands, you give hugs. If they want to take pictures and you make sure if anybody else is on the stage that you like, you know, you collaborate with them and you stay working with people because network yeah. is one of the biggest things. You never know what it's going to lead to. And uh, you follow up all these leads by networking. And that's how you grow your fan base. That's how you grow, period, as an artist and as a company and everything, you know. Yeah. Uh, an another thing is to don't be scared to go out the box and try different things and listen and listen to people. Sometimes we as artists, we kind of get stubborn and we we're stuck inside the bubble and uh, that, that can stop you from growing, you know. Definitely. I've uh, experienced like uh, networking on like a much smaller scale, like uh, like in school, like uh just getting to know teachers well enough and them like uh, giving me opportunities to do things, not even perform music since like I've been only really getting good and uh, been getting real into making music seriously ever since COVID started. But I do need to say on a smaller scale, I've been able to making connections with uh, teachers, making connections with friends. I've been able to do presentations on uh, stages in front of like uh, tens of people and I think closer to a hundred people. And uh, nice. It was like, uh, it was like presentations based on uh, business ideas and uh, different ideas that other kids in my grade came up with. This was like sixth grade. I think it was uh, my first time really getting on stage and doing anything like alone because the other times I'd been on stage was doing like uh, singing, like in a big group. It was not really like anything alone. It was something we were forced to do. That was the first time I voluntarily, if that's the right word, uh, went on stage and did something like that. And it went pretty well. I uh, think that's the po point, the starting point of where I started to gain more confidence in my ability to uh, speak to a larger audience. Nice. So to, to add on to what you just said in the last question, um, what else, something that I knew back, that I didn't know back then, that I see now and that I'm looking for in, in younger artists, because we do have a record label, Capital All Entertainment, is, uh, <laughs> you know, when you're in high school and middle school, you that that's a whole market right there that's your friends and your peers that you're going to grow up with for the rest yeah. of your life. And I really didn't tap in with all them people to my full potential the way that I should have when I was in middle school and high school doing music. I was more of a loner. And I just want to commend you on doing that and tell you, get everybody behind you, involve everybody in your high school. And then when it's time to go play basketball games and football games, that's the same thing with rap. You start battling these other people from high school and get your region to know you. That's something that I wish I knew back then. Definitely. I've been uh, planning on uh, talking more with friends about I'm more openly about doing music since uh, only there's a lot of people in uh, in my school that know vaguely that I do music. There's a couple of people who have heard some of the stuff that I've done, but um, I do plan on tapping more into that. That <coughs> I do know that 
I do know that, although I do have a lot of friends who tap more into that, who have performed their songs in front of like a, a large audience in school for like talent shows and or for other things. Uh, a friend of mine, Denny Allister, although he wouldn't like me saying this since he uh, took the videos down because he didn't like the songs he was performing. Uh, he has performed in front of like a entire school, like uh for that entire audience and basically everyone in the schools at one point uh knew that he did music i planned on doing stuff like that uh for this school year but uh covid happened and i was bound to online school for like the last quarter of seventh grade and for the first three quarters of uh eighth grade i've only went back to school like a month ago like in real life and you know what i have kids and covid really messed up a lot of a lot of things but it also put a lot of things in motion and yeah. uh you know if uh man i wish you listened to the song because the song has to do with with covid as well and vaccinations and and everything that's going on in the world man i i really want everybody to go check out this song it's exciting the video and the song and it's it's on all streaming platforms title itunes spotify you just type in outfit o-u-t-f-i-t-t that's two t's at the end and uh you'll you'll see it come right up man yeah, definitely. I'll check that out after. And uh, there will be more time at the end where you can uh, plug things if you uh, feel the need to. Not saying that uh, it's unwelcome now, but uh, just saying that. So there's more space right now to talk about that. But uh, yeah, I think uh, COVID really ruined a lot of things for me in terms of school. It, I haven't talked with some of my real life friends for like over a year. Like uh, March 2020 was like the last time I talked to a lot of my IRL friends for a long time. And uh, the latest uh, time I talked with, like before that, the latest time and the first time in like a year I talked with my real life friends was like uh, last month over Instagram. So it's really uh, it's really strange. And also it ruined like. Uh, I think we're, we're just uh, one year in to COVID and, uh, you know. During COVID, a lot of stuff happened to me and my family, and uh, it changed us. And it, and it pushed me in a direction to go full throttle with my music. And I feel like uh, it was meant to be, you know. And I'm not I'm not going to ever stop or let anybody stop me again from um, from following the dream. You know what I mean? Because I'm good at it, man. And uh, I know I know how to uh, how to keep it moving. You know, you gotta you gotta find new artists that's where i'm at right now looking for new artists yeah definitely i uh, get what you're saying there i do need to say uh although since i have been uh in real life school for uh, a little while like a month uh sorry voice crack for a month now i have been improving my grades a lot and i've had a lot of time like over the year since i uh, covid started to work on my music and now i'm uh kind of juggling both. I'm doing music, I'm doing uh, battle rap online, and I'm uh, doing schoolwork, so I have What been grade are you in? Eighth still. Uh, next year is ninth grade, uh, starting high school. Well, you carry a conversation great for an eighth grader. You're very intellectual, and I love conversation. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, man I'm, I, I thought you were in high school already, man. That's, that's great. Yeah. Man, I, don't uh, stop. Don't stop. What kind of battle rap what kind of battle rap you guys doing over there? Um, online, uh, I'm, it's mainly just like acapella battles just over the internet. I haven't been in any real life battles, but I have been in a couple online rap battles, and I haven't done one since De I haven't done one since uh, December, and I have improved a lot in my battling skills since December because uh, I was trying to juggle battling and music and uh, online school which I was not able to do at the time, which I'm able to do now. And I think uh, I'm trying to get back into battling. But there was one person I was going to battle who uh, <laughs> went by the name Crazy, like uh, spelled K-R-A-Y-Z. And uh, we're not battling now for, uh, reasons I will not, for reasons I will not get into that I can say after the podcast. But uh, yeah, we're not battling. I'm like, uh, we're not battling anymore. So I have more free time to work on other battles as well, other things. So, so when you when you battle, do you write it, or do are you freestyling, or how do you go about it when you're battling? I uh, I take a long time to write uh, for battles. I take usually like around a month, a month and a half to uh, prepare. Mm -hmm. 
everything I do need for a battle, depending on the format. Since, uh, if it's a one-round battle, I can uh, I can prepare a lot quicker. And if it's a two-round battle, I can prepare a little little slower, but still relatively quick. And uh, round lengths also play a big part in whether I'm able to prepare well for a battle. And yeah, just uh, saying that. But nice. I've never I've never really been a, a a battle rapper, but I have definitely like uh, you know went at it with with my peers, where we just freestyled and definitely battled amongst each other. And, uh, you know, never really, uh, I never really did it for sport with, with a bunch of people, like, like I'm going to enter this contest and stuff. I just, that was never my thing, you know, uh, I, I, need, I always I, like to write, but I mean, I could freestyle, you know, I definitely I, could freestyle. I, uh, there's a battle rap, uh, tournament going on in another server that I'm a part of. I'm not a part of the tournament, but I am a part of the server. It's happening. And like uh, there's tournaments where if you win, you get like $150 prizes. And that's not like all tournaments, but it's uh, like a prize you can get occasionally. Like uh, like prizes, money for uh, winning tournaments, winning battles and stuff like that. So there is really, uh, there's really uh, a lot of chances there in battling to uh, make money and or get noticed because... Uh, a lot of times the battles are also posted on YouTube, even though sometimes they aren't. But yeah. Wow, I didn't know that uh, there was money in online battle rapping. Makes yeah, and uh, get into it. <laughs> it's a uh, yeah, it's a uh, really interesting. Like uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, leagues around like uh, TYS, and there's also like r slash like rap battles. It's a Discord for a subreddit, but there's battles happening over there. And, uh, th like, there's a bunch of, like, leagues on Discord, like, freestyle and written, like, uh, stuff like that is happening. And a lot of these people are really fucking good. <laughs> like, to put into perspective, some of these people have beat people like Chilla Jones, <laughs> like these Discord battlers. So it's, it's kind of crazy to put into perspective, like, uh, how good some of these people are. Now, I'm not on that level yet, but uh -huh. I do... I do plan on continuing battling in the future. Some battle rappers I watch uh, a lot include some people like Tay Rock. There's Pat Stay, uh, Caustic. There's also uh, Rum Nitty. I watch occasionally Daylight. I can also uh, tell. <laughs> These are all professional battle rappers that you're uh, referring to. Yeah, professional battle rappers who've battled on like URL and King of the Dot, and some of them have battled on. Uh, like EBL, not wait, not EBL. I think I got the league name wrong. Sorry, but uh, yeah, I think I did get the name wrong. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, battle rap. I do want to continue doing for like a a little while longer, <coughs> um, at least until music uh starts taking off, whenever that is. I just think battle rap is so so much fun. It gives you it gives me an opportunity to work on my punchlines and my uh work. Right. Like I definitely I definitely love uh love listening and uh and uh watching it. You know what I mean? Uh it's uh yeah, it's a sport, you know? It's like definitely a sport. A sport. Anything else. I've had conversations with a lot of uh a lot of different people about uh authenticity in battle rap and i think that's a good conversation to have especially since <laughs> i gave the analogy of uh i don't think it's an analogy but an example if everybody in battle rap did in real life what they rapped about <laughs> then like three-fourths of the three-fourths of these people would be in jail but uh <laughs> there's a there's a quote from a uh, caustic in his battle with big k he says with you know uh oh sorry uh, I said, uh, well, he said, y'all trying yeah. to make this battle rap shit real. This battle rap yeah. shit is my escape. I think that's a good mentality to have about it. Mm. So now when, uh, when you attack somebody, do you go for their image, how they look, their personality, or do you not even know anything about them? A lot of times I don't know anything about the person, so I'll go with name flips. And for the people I do know more personally, on a more personal level, I would, uh, use angles of uh of dirt that i can dig like basically to 
clown them for their online activity. The one person I was uh, battling crazy, who I'm not battling anymore, he, let's just say before our battle went down, someone released a diss track on him with information so bad, he deleted all of his social media accounts and had to leave Discord and leave a lot of fucking servers and leave his whole friend group online behind, you know? And uh, they had to call his parents about this shit. So, so check it out. Why don't you tell me exactly what Discord is? Because this is my first time actually using it, and I feel like this is something that I need to be a little bit more into. Uh, Discord is mainly just like a, it's a social media platform, although in a, in a more different way. Discord is uh, mainly just where you join servers, where you can uh, talk with other people with similar interests, or just hang out. There's a, you can private message people. And, and I think it's pretty simple to get into. Instead of like platforms like Instagram and Twitter, where everything you put is public to uh, everyone and they can search it up, like uh, servers are only people in the servers can uh, see the messages you're saying. Nobody not in right. the server can, uh, nobody that isn't in the server can see what you're saying. So what we're doing right now, only people in this server can uh, see what's going on, see we're in the voice chat, stuff like that. And uh, like some things you'll you'll learn over time, but uh, that's the gist of it, basically. I get that. So what what is your name exactly? Uh, rap name is uh, Jack. Just uh, go by that. I go by different things on different social media platforms, so I can uh, so people can find me easier. But uh, but my rapper name, like uh, officially, is just Jack. Like JC. Jack. Okay. It's and uh, who's who? Who is musically exactly? That wasn't you. That was somebody else, correct? Musically, someone else. Musically is a uh, is a writer and a host. This podcast uh, mainly. I've only been. Uh, co-host for like a couple days <laughs> but i've uh also been on the podcast like five times before in like different contexts whether featuring with someone else or doing stuff on my own uh i've only became like a a per in person who mainly hosts uh recently but yeah well yeah this is uh this is definitely different from the uh yeah. the last uh couple of interviews that i've actually been doing i feel like this is a little bit more organic i like it um oh yeah yeah it's, it's, I, uh, it's definitely different <clears throat> i wanted to uh go into this question because i feel like this is a good question to ask everyone to put into perspective <clears throat> things if you weren't doing rap what would you be doing now like uh in terms of like uh what would your passion be or if rap is a job what job would you be doing instead of rap you know well I would um I would probably still be exactly what I'm what I'm doing cuz as long as I've been doing music I've been at the same job. I'm a longshoreman and Man, I've been nice. working at the Port of Indiana for over 23 seasons. It's the start of my 24th. And uh yeah. I'm a longshoreman, man. Run cranes, uh front end loaders, uh, material handlers, we unload vessels off the lakes, notions, all that good stuff. Any cargo that come that comes off the, the water, longshoremen's handled it. Yeah, interesting. Uh, my uh, my job, I'm a professional student. <laughs> <laughs> For now, what what are you looking to get into? Um, if I uh, music is my dream job, but uh, the things I'm more realistically going to get into are either uh, being a chef and or something more related to a commentary, like a more opinion-based, like things where you put your opinions out, like a political commentator, stuff like that. But a chef, political commentator, and a rapper are like my three biggest goals. So realistically, you know, there is a market for rappers and music and to make money off of music. And it took me a while to learn how to do it but you know as as uh as you grow you'll you'll learn that you can you can uh charge for features and learn how to do beats and if you learn how to engineer you can open up your own studio and as time goes on you can you can train people and teach people and educate yeah, people on how to do everything that you've learned over 20 years you see what i'm saying and that's where i'm at where i'm teaching people and we're putting together 
a strong team. You see what I'm saying? The people who know how to do stuff and people who are ready to learn. And, and you know, that's how you thrive. That's how you grow. And uh, yeah, there's definitely right. ways to make money off of music, you know. So I just want to plant that seed in your head as well that, you know, you could you could open up your own studio, you know, if that, uh, you're right still now, young, my, you know. There's a lot of ways just to do it. Like made out of two by fours and blankets and uh, boxes. Mainly, uh, nice. Mainly, with, <laughs> mainly what the mic is on right now. I punched a hole through a box and then I put the mic. Like uh, it's on the hole in the box. And the cords are running through the boxes with a bunch of fucking holes. And I have like milk. I mean, like uh, milk crates, like uh, stacked on top of each other, where I place the computer, and the uh, <laughs> the pop filter is like uh, attached to the milk crates, like. But you, but you're, but you're making it work. You improvised. You figured it out. You know. Definitely. I know uh, some people who, <laughs> my uh, friend Danny Allister told me. Uh, I think maybe he used to put his. Uh, he had a blue snowball, which is like a, like a spherical microphone. He used. To, yeah, I'm. He, I'm familiar. He put it on a uh, on a Pringles can. <laughs> that's. And uh, then, he said that's how he used to like uh, place it. I think it was. So he didn't have no mic stand. He used the Pringles can with the snowball with the mic inside of it somehow? Uh, not inside of it, but he had, like, uh, the Pringles can since it has a, has a hole, like, in, uh -huh. in where you can, uh, where the chips go, basically. It's, uh, it's basically just, like, a cylinder where you put chips inside. It's, uh, it's not like a bag. It's more like a, it's closer to a box in a bag. But uh, he put the sphere like a spherical microphone on there and it just like uh stayed in place it's not good if you want a good sound but it's there if you want to like stand he yeah. improvised he, he made it there with him i've not i actually uh i know him online mm. before though like at the rock and roll Fame in Cleveland. That's in Michigan, Ohio. We're like three hours away from each other. So yeah, I get it. So when we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, that's the only time we met up in real life. But I, uh, oh yeah, when I was in Cleveland uh, over the weekend and I was going to meet up with and had my mic up, I got a cup, like a drink. And I punched a hole in the box, a hole out the side, and ran the cord through the hole in the side, and then I connected everything. Like, I'm smart like that. <laughs> but yeah, I would uh, like to say, <laughs> musically, do you have any more questions you'd like to ask? Uh. I'm trying to think because you did, you did a lot of good, you, you did a lot of good conversating. So I'm still trying to think for a sec. Uh, I'm trying to really. Uh, also, um, what is that background stuff? No, just, uh, he probably arrived home. Like, uh, I think it's just. Uh, no, 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 no. I, I was, I was walking through a room. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Just okay, go Got you. Go ahead, my okay. bad. Oh no, it's fine. All right. Uh, uh, all right. So um, here's mine. Um, so, do you have any inspirations in music game? I, I think this question is just like, uh, who inspires you most in the in the type of music you make? Um, yeah. You would, would would you say that the question is more towards the industry or more aimed at like locally of like some of my older peers who I've worked with over the years? It can be either if you want. Uh, it's a uh, more open-ended question. Right. Well, I guess I could I could go ahead and, and, and do both. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess we'll start off with the industry. You know, like all the all the greats, I grew up on on them. You know, Tupac, Biggie, uh, Easy E, and then like you know, I I definitely DJ throughout the years. So I like a mixture of all of them: West Coast, Down South, uh, uh, Big Pun. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Um, and uh, locally, you know, I, I learned a lot from uh, from my man Chill, from Rich Lee, uh, from a guy named Father Time. 
you know, and these are just artists that I that I that I learned from as far as uh, um, uh, uh, what do you what do you call it? Your delivery and how and what you can do and what, what you're capable of with your brain and, and how you flow to the beat and everything. Those are some of the people who shaped me over the years. So salute to my niggas, man. That's uh, if I can speak, uh, I, I've talked about this a couple times. The people who inspire me most in the type of music I make are people like uh, industry wise are uh, people like Mike, uh, Earl Sweatshirts, newer material, there's Movie Blue in terms of production, there's Alchemist, there's Mad Lib, and in terms of people I know, uh, there's Demi Alistair, there's uh, there's King Cyrus, literally talking how to rap. There's a uh, skinwalker for more battle rap aspects of things. There's my friend Apollo, uh, someone I know and really close friends with. There's a friend of mine, SCR. He changes his name every month, so <laughs> his rap name every month. There's uh, uh, people like LSD. There's <laughs> there's a lot of other people I could say as well who are, mm. are non rappers who just inspire me as a person, but uh. I think that also Kendrick, like Kendrick Lamar from the industry side of things, inspires me both as a human. I, I definitely, I definitely like him. J. Cole, those are those are two of my favorites. Uh, just like my son, my son really put me on with J. Cole a while ago. Uh, my oldest, Mark, and uh, you know, uh, like that's one of his favorite artists, and I would say that's hands down one of my favorite artists is uh, J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Definitely, I would say. Uh... I would say J. Cole and Kendrick Lamar. Like, I prefer Kendrick Lamar a lot over J. Cole, although J. Cole is a great artist on his, uh, on his side of things. I think, I think this is going to be an interesting conversation to have with someone who, is, uh, who probably witnessed the rise of this artist I'm about to speak of, witnessed like, all aspects of their career, probably. Eminem, what are your thoughts? He is definitely one of my favorite rappers. I've uh when I so like uh I feel like uh man he he shaped a lot of people who's rapping right now with yeah. his crazy flow and uh, uh the wordplay that he uses and a lot of the uh the patterns a lot of the patterns that are being used he created and uh, I I feel like people don't even know that yeah I uh I get that I think uh if we're talking about Eminem's influence I think if Eminem, uh, this is a hypothetical, I think newer Eminem is kind of turning people against Eminem, like as a whole, as an artist, I think. And I do agree, Eminem's newer material is like a lackluster personally, although his first three albums, like Slim Shit, ADLP, there's a, the Eminem, Eminem show, then there's more. I mean, I, I, I like the one that he did with, with Joyner, with Joyner Lucas. Oh, yeah. That, that, you like, know, I think the, there's, a couple, there's a couple of them on that album, actually. That I think are uh, are good. As a whole, Eminem hasn't uh, made a good overall album that's uh, all the way through, probably back to front good since uh, the Marshall Mathers LP two. Although there are songs he makes that uh, are pretty good, like occasionally on his projects. I think after after Encore, like after Encore and uh, like the break. Took after like relapse, after recovery, after revival. I think that kind of <laughs> kind of ruined a lot of people's perception. And although those are bad, projects, I mean, I, I listened, I listened to to all three of those, and I feel like there's maybe one or two or three. Or I, I, I I'm not sure exactly, but there's a couple on there that I feel like I liked, and 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 you know, I I, I play every now and then. But as far as <laughs> The previous projects that he had before that, you're absolutely right because those those first three you can put on and just listen to straight through front to back. It was like a complete, uh, I feel like an era of his life that he captured perfectly. You know, I think uh, Eminem's first three albums and even like some stuff off of Infinite and like uh, like even songs like Biter Phobia oh. earlier. I'm not gonna say his stuff from the '80s is stuff that I would listen to. I think like even some stuff earlier than Infinite and uh, a lot of his songs. Songs like uh, around, like uh, around just before when Slim Shady LP came out, a lot of his uh, not I'm not gonna say a lot. Uh, a couple of his songs now are really good. I just think uh, people who say Eminem is the greatest are kind of a uh, kind of 
forgetting that he made like not good albums although the not good albums have some good songs as a whole as bodies of work they aren't that good i do think eminem all time do you, do you think that takes away from him i think it takes away to uh to his uh to people saying he is the goat if he died after the eminem show then i think think uh it, it's the same thing with nas people say hey nas couldn't top illmatic and even though i do think he has good albums after Illmatic. I think people would say Nas would be the GOAT if he died after Illmatic. People would make the same argument that uh, if Eminem died after the Eminem show, he'd be the GOAT. Hmm. Now, uh, I, get, I get a lot of those arguments because uh, hmm. just ruined a lot of people's perception of Eminem. And uh, along with like albums after that. But yeah. <laughs> I think... Um. I think although I do not like uh, uh, Eminem's newer stuff, I do like his older stuff as a whole. I think he's uh, okay. I think he, he is the reason I got into rap. He is the reason I started rapping. I feel like uh, he definitely inspired me to throw a lot of comedy and don't be scared to, uh, to change your voice up. I feel like he, he threw his voice when I listened to it. And, I, you know, I study rap. So, like, I learned a lot from... Him, he's definitely I consider one of the greats. He's an innovator, and uh, uh, I learned I learned a lot just just listening to him and growing up with him, like you said, and uh, watching him. And I definitely seen the ups and the downs and and everything that that he's done. But uh, as a whole, man, he's he's dope as fuck. Shit, can nobody take that from him? No way. Yeah, I think Eminem as a as a whole, he doesn't have a struggle in terms of his technical abilities. I do think he has a lot of corny lines, and I think his ability to make songs is uh, not as good at, in this type of uh, uh, modern format. I think <clears throat> his earlier ability to make uh, songs, like like a, a lot of stuff off some shady LP, Marshall Mathers LP, and then Eminem show, those are, <sighs> a lot of those are great songs because uh, he's well in that format. I think he does doesn't work as well in in, uh, in a modern type of uh, landscape. Hello. 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 Yeah. Uh. Sorry. If okay. you. Uh, yeah, sorry. If you thought we couldn't hear you. Uh. We we heard you. I thought you were just. Uh. Something was was happening. So, yeah. No. Some somebody somebody called the phone. Somebody oh, called yeah. the phone. Oh, I I thought we lost the server, but you know uh, what what you're what you're saying is uh, sounding dated, correct? I think uh, I think although like uh, Eminem's old music is not dated, I'd say I think it is like of its time in a good way. I think uh, that goes for a lot of rappers because I have gotten into uh, conversations and arguments about uh, whether Illmatic could be placed over the Eminem Eminem show. Some shady LP or Marshall Mathers LP, all in separate arguments. So I I would take Illmatic over any of those, but I think. Uh, See, I'd, I think... I'd have to I'd have to disagree. See, and, and maybe it's just from where I'm from. Where did you say you're from? Ohio. Uh, I was born in Kentucky. I lived in West Virginia for the first couple of years of my life. Then I moved to Ohio, where I've been for the majority of my life. I'm not. Um, I'm not. Uh... Get how somebody. I'm not, I'm not the hugest fan of Nas. Now, don't get me wrong. I do. I do fuck with him big time. But I feel like the pedestal that he's been put on is, uh, you know, other people couldn't be there, so to say. Yeah, I, I definitely get that. But I think uh, Illmatic as a project was uh, like one of the greatest uh, rap albums of all time. Although there are a lot of albums that are better, I think, in terms of speaking. In influence wise, I think Illmatic also kind of hits hard and uh, had a lot, a lot of influence. I personally just uh, prefer the style a lot more. Although the grittiness, I do, the grittiness of it. I uh, <laughs> I do love uh, like music like like Earl Sweatshirt's newer stuff. Like who was it? What? What did, I didn't hear what name you said. Uh, Earl Sweatshirt. Uh, if you know what I'm talking about. E forty, no Earl uh, sweatshirt. Oh, I uh, you know that that that's I, I believe that's like another name that that E forty calls himself. Uh, no Earl sweatshirt's an entirely different rapper. He is uh, he started uh, releasing projects 
that's in like 2008 and, and like was a member of odd future if you know tyler the creator he was uh, a part of that same group if you know yeah. frank ocean he was also a part of that same group so yeah definitely uh know who those guys are but uh he was a part of odd future for a little while he released projects like dora's some rap songs like i don't like shit on go outside he released uh a feel of clay in 2019 he's just been doing signal i mean like uh, uh singles and features on other albums like uh since but i am waiting for him to like drop a new project it's been a it's been a little while so as well as kendrick i've been waiting for kendrick to drop an album for like fuck it a long time he dropped damn in 2017 that's like that's what do you what do you think he's waiting on um i think he's waiting until like COVID is more settled so he can do live shows and stuff like that because I think I heard one time that uh, if COVID hadn't happened, we'd probably have a Kendrick album a lot sooner. And uh, a lot of people's albums got pushed back because uh, COVID messed with people's ability to do tours and uh, and affected the rollouts of a lot of albums and uh, affected a lot of tours. So. You know, uh, yeah, that, that definitely uh, stopped us from doing a lot of stuff too. You know, we we had uh, we had DMX booked, man, and uh, you know he, he, he passed away. R.I.P. to him, man. Yeah, R.I.P. That's a lot of the shit is just sad. There's so many artists that are fucking passing away. Like it feels like I mean I'm young enough to where uh, I don't know if it's been a thing for a long while, but it only feels like a recent thing where a lot of fucking people are dying like just uh not even just rappers just like actors a lot of people in uh in entertainment in some way or just anything. yeah just period and it, uh, it it does seem like that it does it does seem like a lot of stuff is being uh more like publicized too yeah it's like 2016 around that time where uh where it kind of started where a lot of people were uh dying and uh Maybe it's just like a thing that happens like often like once every hundred years. It's just uh, a bunch of people that are famous and start fucking dying or something. Uh, one thing I remember remember from 2016 uh, that I remember being there for was hearing Gene Wilder died. So, so. Was hearing who's that? Uh, Gene Wilder. Uh, uh, Willie Wonka. Yeah. Mm, was, I, know who, I definitely know who he is. Yeah, also Blazing Saddles. Uh, and I think the Producers. There was also a couple other movies. The the woman in red, if I'm not mistaken, if that's the name of the movie. But yeah, I like the one with Richard Pryor. I believe it's uh, Hear No Evil, See No Evil. Yeah, I think that was the I think that was the name. Although I, there was, a, I think there was another one as well. Uh, there was a couple of them actually. Yeah, yeah. one yeah. one was blind, one was deaf. <laughs> it's <a> crazy movie. <laughs> I think I think he was in a in another film called. Like, uh, like, what crazy if I'm not wrong? Let me look this up. Uh-huh. Third crazy. They were, uh, in the mental house and, uh, I think they broke out or something like that. Same, same, yeah, uh, Richard crazy. Pryor and, and Gene Wilder. Yeah. Yeah. Third crazy. Third that, crazy. Uh, that's, an, that's another good one. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, so this might not be surprising to hear, but a lot, but I mean, like, a lot of the time, before I was doing music, I was like huge into movies. I would want to make my own movies. I even <laughs> make my own short films, and they're still up on a YouTube channel, but I will not say the name of But if you look hard enough, you can still find a channel I had back <laughs> in 2017 where I was like a, I was like 10, 11, making short films with my brother. So, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, uh, that's crazy. And I had like a channel that. I, the channel I use now, I started in 2018, and even then, like, I was still into making movies in, like, 2018, and that's uh, around the same year I started uh, to get into music more and started rapping, so I was, like, doing music and uh, movies at the same time. Then m- movies kind of started to slide out of my life a little bit. I haven't watched a movie all the way through in a long time. Same. Me neither. Um, it's, it, it's definitely been a minute. Uh, the last time I watched TV was a while ago, before the other day, and I put the TV on. Well, I watched TV actually at somebody's house, and uh, it was uh, it was all the commercials were aimed at going to get the vaccine. 
and yeah. and and even like food commercials had to do with the COVID nineteen and the vaccination. Everything, every like every every single a lot of restaurants had to. Like a lot of restaurants had to shut down. A lot of restaurants had problems, and a lot of businesses. <coughs> so I think uh, COVID nineteen really affected like all parts of life. Like just yeah, it, did. it affected like all parts of life. It affected like our business. It affected uh, entertainment. It affected uh, even like us, some people's lives. Like a lot of people. So like, I got I got a question outside the box for you. Um, do you think that? Uh, you know, uh, the COVID nineteen was actually came from China, or do you think like like uh, uh, um, it was like made by scientists? I'm not uh, too into uh, I'm not too into that. I haven't uh, done enough research to uh, come to a conclusion. Although I have heard, I've have heard uh, both theories pushed around, and I used to believe. <laughs> both at some time. No, I'm just saying. What what what's your beliefs or your opinion on the subject matter? I think COVID nineteen. Uh, I'm gonna play like this as a whole. I think uh, a lot of pe people aren't taking it seriously enough. Some people aren't taking like, the problem. <laughs> okay. He uh left. Happened. So we're just gonna edit this section now. Okay. He's back. To uh, continue what I was saying, to uh, continue my thoughts, I think some people aren't taking uh, COVID seriously enough. Some people are trying to uh, tr trying to get a little too comfortable, like going outside without masks a lot. Some people are, are uh, spreading it and not. <laughs> some people aren't being a good example. They're just uh, going around and, uh, partying and like uh, gathering in large groups, like when they don't need to, and uh, just posting it on social media thinking that it's all right gives the people they follow they make them think it's all right it's just uh it's just a big cycle of uh people not taking it seriously us getting to a sort of low point and then people getting comfortable and then it comes back in some way it's just a cycle is there is there anybody that um in your family or anybody that you might have known personally who experienced the COVID? i think i caught COVID once or twice really <laughs> like, I think I caught it once or twice, and uh, wow. Like, are you are you are did did you uh did you regain your senses and everything? Yeah. Like uh, it might have been something else. That's why I said think. Uh, I'm not completely sure if I did. I haven't got each time I gotten tested. Uh, it came back negative. Although there were like two points since COVID started where I got extremely sick. So, like uh, yeah, I think. I think I may have caught COVID, although it could have been another sickness. It did affect uh, my breathing a lot, did affect my head a lot, had a lot of headaches, stuff like that, puked occasionally. Although I only heard about, like, the signs of, uh, the signs of, like, uh, you can't taste or, like, you can't smell or something like that. Uh, after I caught them, I only knew those were symptoms after, and I can't recall whether that did happen or not. Because you weren't paying attention to it at the time, huh? paying too much attention because I right. thought this this is just normal sickness. Even though uh, COVID-19, like, uh, the pandemic was going on, I didn't think, like, uh, I caught COVID. You know? And, uh, although, I don't think, I don't think anybody in my family has uh, gotten sick since COVID started, so I don't think any of them have caught COVID, so. But, yeah. Do you, do you, uh, do you think that you're going to take the vaccination? If I get the opportunity to, I think I'll take a take the vaccine. Yeah. Although I haven't gotten the, the vaccine. There yet. you go. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't uh, gotten the, the opportunity yet to get it. Hey, calm down. Although uh, I have planned on, uh, I've been talking with my parents a tiny bit about maybe getting it uh, <laughs> soon, and I don't know how soon uh, soon it is, but I do plan on getting it at one point yeah yeah i don't think i'm gonna get it now uh can you explain personally why you don't want to get it now i can understand concerns of like maybe it took too uh took too uh little time to make it it was rushed and i get i get those concerns but uh are there other reasons uh as well as that as to why you wouldn't want to take it personally i mean just like uh 
I mean, it, it, that plus I feel like, uh, um, I don't know. I, when I was younger, I went through chicken pox and measles. I don't know if you know what those are. And, no, those uh, are. and I feel like I was born at the end of the era. And uh, so when you do a little bit of research and you think about how times were back then, uh, they knew everybody was going to get it. And uh, it was like, uh, uh, like, so say your cousin or somebody got it. They, they, your family, like, would be like, all right, we'll put these people together. That way, we can get it over with and let them and let them all and let them all get it, you know. And uh, it, it's just weird because right now I feel like uh, we're at the beginning of uh, uh, the pandemic. And uh, when I was born in the early '80s, uh, it was the ending of that stuff where like and now nobody really gets measles and chicken pox and i feel like uh uh you know they 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 were making that that stuff for 30 40 years before they got it right and uh, a lot of people got sick from the stuff that they were uh doing in the beginning to them and i feel like everybody they got it for free and they're volunteering themselves they're kind of like guinea pigs to me in my opinion and i don't want to be there i uh i definitely get that I do think uh, as technology does advance, it may take uh, quicker and quicker. But I do understand uh, how you'd think, uh, the thinking that you'd want to uh, wait a little while longer and wait for it to be approved more, wait till it's uh, probably safer. Because I have heard stories of uh, people like uh, getting adverse effects from taking the vaccine. Although it, it probably isn't uh, proven, it probably is just. They got adverse effects after taking the uh, vaccine. It's still uh, still suspicious. Although I do think uh, I do I think feel like there's there's going to be a lot of anomalies because every person's body and every every person's different. Everything reacts. Everybody reacts different to everything. Now, and uh, uh, not everybody's DNA is the same. Not everybody's uh, you know uh, everybody's not the same. You yeah. know what I mean. Definitely uh, get that. Although I do think, think uh, taking the vaccine might be important now. I do think uh, that people feel, since we're getting the vaccine, that we should stop social distancing and that we should stop, uh, like, uh, so, I mean, we should stop wearing masks and stuff. And I have heard that uh, people who have gotten the vaccine still catch COVID, but yeah. it may just be. Exactly, because there's different strands of it. There's different strands of it. It's mutating still. I have heard like uh, people who have uh, gotten the vaccine still catch COVID, but it just uh, kind of makes the effects uh, better. Just just, uh, like it doesn't affect you as much. That's what I've heard. And yeah, that's what I've heard from it. And I think uh, I haven't done enough research to come to a super solid conclusion about my thoughts but i do think uh generally we should just keep social distancing keep wearing masks and stuff for yeah i agree i agree with that because whatever 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 this virus is it's definitely real I, i i know people who've been been sick and there's other people who've been sick and died from it that 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 i know you know that I, and, uh, you know, that I worked with. So it's, it, the shit is definitely fucking real. I'll tell you that. Definitely. I was in school one time. It was, uh, it was like a sixth period, I think it was. And we were talking about rights and uh, shit in like uh, social studies class. And wait, what? Sorry about that. Uh, pause that for a second. But I do, do remember this one girl saying uh, there was questions about... Uh, whether there should be mask mandates and whether like it should whether it's uh, taking away people's rights or not and there was a conversation about that one girl it's it is a decent conversation but i am personally leaning more towards uh that people should be wearing masks and we should probably enforce it a lot better but uh this one girl said i don't think we should be wearing masks most people don't wear them right anyway i think covid is a simulation and i heard it from a teacher I think that's the gist of what she said, and I, I physically cringed at that. I, I know people who have caught it. I know people who have died from it. I know 
people like friends personally who have uh caught it it's just it's it's serious it's it's definitely serious for anybody who who thinks it's a fucking joke it's not it's definitely not it's uh, definitely not especially if you if you love your older people you know a lot of the the young people maybe even the ones who are the carriers like they say and that, those are the people who are around everywhere traveling and, and, and fucking uh, spreading the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it's very easy for her to say that uh, that COVID is not a problem, that we are overreacting maybe because they haven't experienced, uh, experienced it themselves. They haven't known anybody who experienced it. It's easy to say a problem isn't there when you can't see it for yourself. Right. No, I, I definitely feel like that's the case as well. Somebody who who has no uh, uh, recollection, uh, no somebody who has no knowledge of like uh, a personal, you know, some something personal where it's like, yeah, I know this person. They caught it and they died from the shit. Now, how does that change you and your life and how you move and how you walk? And you know, it it, it definitely it changes people. And for the people who haven't experienced that yet, anybody in their family or anybody of friends of the family or anything who caught it and actually died from it. They, they definitely don't know the severity of, of it. Yeah, definitely. I think, uh, uh, how long have we been recording musically? Yeah, it's getting, it's getting um, close. Almost an hour. Almost an hour. I think uh, we should start uh, wrapping up closer to now, but uh, musically, did you tell them about like uh, what happens usually when someone's on wrap it up? Oh, like, yeah. Uh, All right. I think uh, okay. it's getting to the point where, uh, where I think it's uh, best if we, uh, if we have you rap, if you wanted, just like a verse mm-hmm. off the top or just a verse that you feel comfortable saying, any verse that you feel comes up your style cool. the best can be uh, said here, acapella. Cool. So what I'm going to go ahead and give you guys acapella is from the song that I'm actually promoting called They Watching. Okay. It has a a lot to do. And I'm going to let you guys pick the first, the second, or the third verse. Which verse would you guys like to hear the rendition of? Okay. Um, If you can give a gist of what each verse is about, I could uh, probably give a decision. Okay. So the first verse is kind of spoon feeding people as far as waking them up. The second verse is a little bit more, uh, uh, a little bit more realer, realer stuff. And the third verse is like, uh, you know, we took it up a notch and, uh, you know, as the third verse should be. I think uh, we should start off. I think we should do the first verse because I feel with the structure of the song and the way you're talking about it, I think it's best if they start off from the beginning, not start off like from the middle or from the end. I think the first verse. Okay, let's get it. Whenever you guys are ready, you let me know. Let's do a countdown or something. Huh? You can start. <laughs> you can You can start whenever you feel like. Okay, and you're gonna have everything edited up and everything. Um, yeah. Sure. Let's say that. Something like that, huh? Okay, check it out. Here yeah. we go. I know change is hard. You don't want to believe. Brainwashed by the media, radio, and the TV. They got custom advertising just to keep you in line, living in fear for your life under the government. Ah, standing by, getting high while we losing our rights. Major corporations got them some consumers for life. For those still sleeping, I'm about to wake you up. Ain't shit free, they enslaved America. Trying to dumb us down, thin us out, work us to death. Get us to kill one another and so we give it our best. They own the banks that control the government and the media. Deception is everywhere, we buy memorabilia, population control. Tell live vision, revolution, independence. We all in this, if we all in this. We could all in this, if we all in this. Because they watching. Open your eye, dog. They watching. Don't look now, cousin. They watching. Big brother, you know they watching. Yeah, they listening too. Listening to me and you. Recording everything we do. Why don't they listen? They genetically modifying our food from the sea, cloning our meat, adding chemicals to the water we drink. The more I research, the moral rebirth, eternity hurt. Put loyalty first, they trying to thieve earth. 
fucking New World Order. That ain't a precursor. You ain't never heard Illuminati, mind, soul, and body, world domination, secret societies. They got the game rig. Think you winning, you just feeding the system another innocent victim. You see the ignorance in them living the groundhog day. Stag Bill, Phil Murray. Drugs and alcohol then got your eyes really blurry. We went to war with the drugs. Yeah, they fucking us up. Steady worship above. Ain't nobody showing up. They chose the path for the scientists. Now they manufacture viruses. We need to establish what we have now. Develop new alliances. Because they watching. Open your eyes, dog. They watching. Don't look now, cousin. They watching. Big brother, you know they watching. Yeah, they listening too. They listening to me and you, recording everything we do. Why don't they listen? Welcome to the age of technology, information's an odyssey. Honestly, I believe numerology. My theory of relativity is stay thinking logically. People are too colicky, democracy blinded by the bureaucracy. We need a resolution for this restitution so people could follow suit with. Sit back, enjoy the music, or join the movement. We out here. Witnessing the human evolution, fusing humans with computers. How about that? I'm shining through our history. Room 237, Stanley Kubrick filmed the footage of Apollo 11. I try to told him like Edward Snowden, we leak it on Wiki. Speak the truth to the world, I hope you people believe me. H-A-A-R-P, that's a machine. Rain man, weather man, our nightmares are their dreams. Everything ain't what it seems. You need to open your eyes. Open your eye. People, open your eye. Because they watch. What y'all think? I like that. I think the vocal performance was uh, showed a very, I showed a high level of uh, skill and practice. Uh, musically left. I think the vocal performance shows a high level of uh, skill and uh, practice. I think as well, well as like the technical aspects, like the flow and uh, the way you structure things. I think also gives off like uh, the feel that you've been doing this for a long time. It's very, uh, very uh, stylistically uh, reminiscent of uh, a lot of older, like uh, a lot of older rapper and uh, stuff like that. In terms of uh, lyrical content, I'd have to analyze the lyrics further, read them, get an understanding to give a full opinion. But uh, I think I like that. I love, uh, I love the feedback, man. Pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. Pretty I think it, uh, I think it although like uh, the pauses would fit better if it was uh, on a beat I think acapella may not uh, work as well I, I can tell it was uh it was built to be wrapped on a beat so yeah I'll actually that song was written but I wrote that song in 2008 2008 2008 I wrote that song and my team just felt like it was uh uh super relevant in the day and age we live in so we put together a budget and a project and we had the beat done because i actually got the beat from youtube so we weren't able to monetize it so we created just around my vocals that everything that you're going to hear when you go and listen to it it was all created over from scratch and the beat was built around it that way it's all in tuned with the frequencies and and sonically it's all the same tune and I hope everybody enjoys that song, man. Yeah, I think that's that's a cool story. Like uh, 2008, I was two years old. <laughs> I wrote that song in 2008. That's crazy. But uh, yeah, I think right now is uh, the section where we give you a chance to shout out anything that you may have forgotten to mm -hmm. shout out during the podcast. I think uh, you can shout out anything you want, like your social medias, any project, any song, uh, any homies, uh, stuff like that. Okay. So off top, my name is Untouchable One. I'm from the rap group called The Outfit from Northwest Indiana. And I want everybody to go to Facebook and go to Untouchable One and go subscribe, go like my channel. Also, my personal page is called Mark Black, M-A-R-K-B-L-A-C-K. On Instagram, I'm untouchable underscore 219. On Snapchat, it's Outfit TV. That's O-U-T-F-I-T-T -T, space TV. And uh, you can Google Outfit, Outfit with two Ts. On YouTube, it's Capital O Entertainment or uh, um, Outfit TV. Also, we're streaming on all, all on all, all streaming platforms. Outfit is on there. 
uh, shout out to my whole team, everybody who put on for me, and uh, everybody who's 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 grinding and doing their thing. Y'all keep going, man. Shout out to everybody who's listening, and uh, I just want to say thank you for having me on the show, Jack. And musically, uh, and it musically, was a, <laughs> it was a, it was a pleasure to have you, man. Um, I think, oh. yeah, it was, a, it was a pleasure to have you. Uh, that was a really good conversation. I think right now we should uh should stop the recording. So any to anyone at home, uh, I think have an amazing day. You already know who I am. I'm Jack. <laughs> Uh, hope you have a, a great day. Uh, wish you the best. Goodbye. Guys, have a good one. And make sure to check us out on social media. And stay tuned for more and more to come. And have a good one, everybody. See you guys.